we got a special episode on the High Kicks podcast today. Uh, we're going to be joined later by my former goalie coach and the goalie coach at Drew University, Cesar Barrientos. We're going to do a little breakdown of our personal opinions on the top five keepers in world football right now, and we are going to spotlight some young keepers that we are going to look out for in the future. Uh, but before we get into that and before we call Caesar, we're going to talk Premier League, which is what we like to focus on here. Um, I want to talk about the Liverpool-Manchester City game first. Yeah, very fair. was good. Uh, I didn't say anything yet, but yeah. Crazy, crazy weekend. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. You were unfortunately away, so you didn't get to tune in for as much. Liverpool finally rolled out the lineup that I've been waiting to see with the front four with Firmino at Cam and Jota on the right wing and Mo up top. They slipped around and slid in and out of positions and overlapped each other and just filled the holes whenever they were created. But on the other side, (laughs) Kevin De Bruyne is scary. Yeah, you can't really. He just, I mean, ball don't lie on the penalty. Yeah, exactly. Um, It was a controversial call. I kind of thought it was a penalty. I thought when he turned, uh, Joe Gomez put his arm in an unnatural position. I thought if he had just kept running forward and it hit his arm, it probably wouldn't have been called. Yeah. Um, But it is what it is. Yeah, Depend- turning into the ball like that, it happens. Like that yeah. that's not like any fault of Joe Gomez. He would played like a very good game besides that. Um I thought I thought the game was overall very evenly played. Yeah. Um Gabriel Jesus' goal, that touch and turn was wonderful to see. Yeah, but we also talked about that. We don't like I remember us agreeing about this. No, I no, I, I thought it, I thought it was more. This. I thought it was more intentional than you did. Yeah, I didn't think it was as intentional as you did because that that touched like no matter what, like. I mean, you're trying to put it that direction with you, that touch. That's true. Like the the touch after was amazing. Like the finish. The finish on, was the great. finish on the ball was amazing. Like the way he was able to reach. We out just dispute the intentions everyone. of yeah. the first touch. The, the, you think he got lucky, I think it was more skill than luck. Exactly. I, I think it was luck because I, I didn't really see, like, I, I think it was mostly, uh, who who assisted that? I don't remember. It may have been De Bruyne from the wing, but whoever crossed that in. It was. Yeah. It was. Um, When he crossed that in, it was a perfect ball. Like, I, it, it was. I think that's safe to assume. Yeah, exactly. It's Kevin De Bruyne. Um. But because it was such a perfect ball, he yep. he just had his foot at like the way that it had to go, and because it was going the right speed and everything, it ended at the right place. Yeah, like yeah. that's what I'm saying. I, I it, was, it, it, it does was, take skill. Yeah. Like I I can't do it. Yeah. Like I'm I'm not doubting him. Like amazing goal. Like. Still give Did it to him. Did you say you can't do it? Yeah, obviously. You're not good with your feet. Yeah, I, I, I sort of like waddle. Like You're a fan, not a player. Yes. I'm good at FIFA. <laughs> Bro. Bro. <laughs> um, it was really sad to see Trent go down. I, would re- I really hope it's Nico Williams that gets to replace him more than Milner. 
I want to see Nico play well at right back because I it, it's more of a FIFA thought because it can happen in there, but <laughs> it also is what happened with Kimmich. I would like to see Trent maybe in the midfield. That's um, not like a FIFA thought. That happened on like the international level, really, when uh, Kimmich was utilized. Yeah, I know. I know the midfield position rather at the right back position. But and like was I was no managing back at that the England point. national team in my FIFA career last year, and I put Trent at CDM. Well, I believe that's going to happen on the international level, and it will foreshadow that switch into the midfield. And I honestly, which, think, by the way, I think will break him. I think he'll be better than Kimmich, which I'm sad to say as a Bayern and German fan. So I mean, I think he's the best right back in the world, and I think if he moves into that position, it it yeah, exactly. I, well, we already saw him as like one of the best assisters in the world. Yeah, I would so. like to see him and Curtis Jones in that position in the future. Yeah, next to each other. That would be really interesting. That would be nice. That would be nice. I need to talk about uh, someone in Man U's lineup when we end up talking about everything. Um, but someone is really starting to shift into a player of historic um, caliber, potentially. But he still needs to play a lot more. So, like, I- I'm going to make the comparison. Are you hyping Bruno up that early? No, no, not Bruno. Who? What? I think, like, Scott Matomina. Bro. Like, what can be a very good player? I honestly think the way that Ole plays him is a lot better than, like, any other player within that midfield. He he is solidifying the defense and doing all the dirty work for that midfield. He plays really f- well when he's, like, on the pitch. Especially when he starts, because most of the time when he starts, they, like, sub on Pogba or someone later in the game. And then, like, you don't really have the worry of Pogba giving up a penalty randomly or anything. And, uh, like, then you can have, like, Fred by his side or, like, Matic and really solidify that back. That always struggles. That's the main thing. Like, they need to play him more defensively, and he really helps solidify that defensively. And he yeah. also, like, he's yeah. still capable on the ball enough where he, like, pushes the ball up. I was going to make the comparison to Roy Keane, but not attacking enough at all. No, you can't do that. Especially after the comparison you made last week where you yeah. walked out. Like, just chill. Yeah. Chill with those for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's fair. And, like, that's just fair. watch your mouth. Yeah. Okay. All right. I feel like that was justifiable, what I just said. Yeah, let's keep it going. Uh... <laughs> um, and if you're new this week, at the end of last week, Carl said something that was just not okay. So go go check that out. But yeah, let's keep it going. Yeah, so um, Everton have kind of dropped off a little bit since they had their start. Now they're they're sitting at seventh. Um, yeah, with three losses. But I honestly think they're gonna like pick up Isco or something in like January, and it's gonna shift the club. Yeah, um, United played well in that game. Yeah, United played very well. Um, I was really impressed by, of course, Bruno. Like, you you can't doubt his Little dude got ups. He jumps out of... He jumped out of his Everywhere. Um, I really have been impressed by Luke Shaw because he's playing, like, 
his job is on the line. His so job is on the line. Good for him because he's not playing like his job yeah. is on the line. He's playing like, I mean, his job is actually on the line. They just, well, yeah, he's, they just signed a left back to potentially replace him. He is playing like his job is on the line because he know he's replaced. Yeah. Yeah. He he looks like he's having fun with it though. Yeah. Like honestly, like I'm I'm enjoying watching his play. He's just like creating and actually moving up the pitch well. He's actually like playing mm. like happy, but like a lot of Man U players are having that difficulty this season. Also, like you're seeing that issue with Sancho. Yeah. Like over yeah. at Dortmund. Speaking speaking of happy and having fun, Ross Barkley and Jack Grealish. Oh did whatever God. they wanted at the Emirates against Arsenal. Arsenal like, should feel bad besides like them beating us. But like, that that first goal where where Ross Barkley is just standing over the ball and dancing oh and God. just dinking it back and forth between him and Grealish and then feeding it through channels and then that was feeding actually, it across like funny to watch. It was like they were playing like street ball there. It was hilarious. I loved it. Like some of the back heels there were perfectly timed and I just loved watching it. It kind of looked like the dads playing against the kids just knowing exactly what they wanted to do and then doing it. Yeah, exactly. Like they just looked like they were having that much fun and in that moment Grelish and Barley looked so much better than everybody else on the pitch. Yeah. Going back to the Man U game, uh, Scott McTominay played well in the midfield. One of the reasons why I'm hyping him up so much, he's been playing very well when he's actually starting. Um, Rashford is I mean, playing he played, well. he played pretty well. He had created yeah. a chance, and he passed 86%. Yeah. He does like what he needs to do, and he does a lot of dirty plays that don't show up on the stat sheets. That's fair. Like, that, that's the main thing. He's, like, one of those midfielders that's he, able to do the things that you need him to do to help you yeah. solidify the back. His next than, step is his long balls. Yes. Yes, because his, his 86% passing is because he was 4 for 8 on long balls. Yeah, exactly. So if he works on that, you know, that, that that's big. His recoveries were very impressive in that game. He's also young, so, like... Yeah. I don't know what I was just trying to say, but uh, Lucas Denier is nuts. Uh, he had a couple chances that scared me shitless, like, to say the less. Bernard scored really early, which was actually really scary considering the form of Everton and considering the form of Manu, despite our random... Yeah, but Bruno scored, like, real quick right after that. Yeah, he clapped back with that header. Which really shifted momentum. If he didn't score it in the manner that he did, I don't think Man U would have. And then, and then the other goal. Oh my God! The curler. Uh, Pickford was. So as a keeper. Wait no, we're gonna call Caesar to talk about keepers. All right, hey Caesar. Hey, what's going on, Brian? How you doing? All right, so we're just gonna jump right in. Uh, <laughs> Carl, you want to start with your list of top uh, five? All right, all right, all right. So, uh, number one for me, I'm not going to explain why I chose them yet. Like, we'll go into further discussion later. But um, That's fair. One for me is Neuer. Uh, two is Oblock. Three is Alisson. 
four is Donnarumma, and five is Courtois. Courtois, come on now. Yeah. Interesting. Courtois. Yeah, Courtois. All right, I'll go next. Um, All right. Also, no reasoning yet, but so first is Allison. Second, I have Neuer. I have Ederson at third. Tristagen at fourth. And then I have Kaylor Navas at five. Ah, there we go. Now we're talking. Now we, we, now we see a realistic list based on actual performance. All right, so my top five uh, so right now is Nor, Oblak, Allison, Tristegan, Navas, and then we got uh, Gulaxi, and I got Courtois there. That's, is that five? I think that was well, I put se- I put seven actually, you know, because I gotta get I want to get Courtois there to give him a little, you know. Uh, right. I if I go a little further, uh, he six, went to fifteen, six, yeah. seven, eight. Uh, Ederson, Tristegan, and then Handanovic. He's been playing pretty well for Inter Milan right now. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, according to uh, what is it, the, the the world ranking? I think I don't know when this was done, but they were saying mm-hmm. Edison was first. Gulaxi was second. Yeah, I don't know how what they came up with, but they yeah. had him. Ederson had, lately, uh, he impresses me on one on ones. Like, he's good. He's a good. Uh, he's, he's a good uh, shot blocker, which is good. He makes yeah. himself his really big, good. and he cuts off his angles really well too. Right. Well, it all comes with moving your feet. You know, you get in the right yep. position. That's what. That's all it takes to make a good save. Yep. He also has the speed to back it up. And he's and good with his work. feet. Yeah. yeah, his 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 footwork is is good. I like that. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a coach that, that likes to coach that. You know, you got to be good with your feet. You yeah. got to be able to to move around and, and passing. I Distribution. Remember. That's I that's not, uh, not my top things. Not. <laughs> he made it hard. <laughs> yeah, I I also like with Ederson. I, I factored age in. Um, yeah. He's young, so he's got a lot of time left. How old is Edison? I didn't check his age. What is it, like 25? I think he's 26. He's 27. He's 27. He has time. If you think about it, I mean, a goalkeeper really, really comes out of his shell after like 25. Yeah. Yeah. Unless unless you're, uh, you know, what's his name? Uh, Drama, that's a different story. Yeah. Donnarumma. I mean, Buffon also started that young. Yeah. Dunaruma, yeah, I mean, he was 16 when he played his first personal game, and uh, that's pretty crazy. He's been in that, that spotlight I mean, for a, a long time. At 16, I was, I was just hoping to at least, you know, play. Couldn't even think about playing a professional team like exactly. that. Exactly. You know? At 16, I was training with you twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty big. I have them actually at number four just because of their unbeaten streak right now. Well, if you, yeah, if you're going by by the current form of the goalkeeper, yeah, I mean, why not? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what you. That's really how you base it. You can't. You can't predict. You know. You can't base a, a, say the goalkeeper is yeah. the best right now. You know, if if, if they're starting to play nice. You know, recently, you gotta. Yeah, yeah you gotta keep everything in account. You know, how's the season going? Uh, what have they done? So, I mean, my my list is basically based on what they've done in the last maybe eight months, a year, two years maybe. You know, some keepers you gotta give them credit for what they've done in the past. So yeah, you can't just count them out. I have Allison on top, kind of just a lot for last year, a lot mm-hmm. for how they played yeah. and especially how he played and how right. he contributes to their offense also. Quick right. distribution, good throws, good feet. Who's his backup in Liverpool right now? Adrian? Adrian, yeah. <laughs> Adrian, yeah. Who, like, 
last year started the season really well, and then this year, like, not so much. Right. The so. reason why I didn't take Allison higher is just because, like, of the way that Liverpool as a team played after the restart. Like, they just were not as lackluster. Like, they, they weren't the the superstars that they were prior, like, every right. single game. They sort of, like, took it a notch down. So, like, he did too, despite the influence that he has on that team being drastic and him creating everything pretty much from, like, all the way in the back with Van Dyke passing up. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, I I put Navas on here. Um, I, I know Caesar, he's he's your guy. Um, well, but yeah. I, I, I think he's one of the most technically sound keepers I've seen in terms of, like, footwork and how he can change direction and how he can get to the ball. He's right. smart. He's it's 6'1", quick. so, like, he's smaller than all the other guys on the right. list. But his speed and all that is, I think, above a lot of them. I mean, if you think about it, if you go back when they won the three, the Real Madrid won the three uh, Champions League, mm-hmm. I mean, he was really – I mean, he saved Real Madrid numerous times. Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, we all we all think of uh, you know Ronaldo being the savior for Real Madrid, but if you really look at the games and look at the saves he was making at the time he was making those saves, mm-hmm. you think, wow. I mean, that's why he won the best keeper of the of the tournament that year. Sixteen. Yeah. What is it? Sixteen, seventeen. Uh, seventeen, eighteen. That's when he won it. I mean, that's pretty crazy. You know, I mean, yes, the, the the fact that he, yes, he wasn't a known keeper. Uh, he comes from like you know, very humble. Humble beginnings, like myself, from the same town. To be, you know, to be honest, uh, so he, uh, you know, he grew pretty big. He also yeah. won, he won the the Golden Glove in Spain last year with Levante. So, yeah. you know, that takes a lot. I mean, especially when he wasn't getting a lot of support. The team that he had wasn't that good. Yeah. And then uh, having to prove himself in Real Madrid. I mean, that's, that's and like tough. the way that he did prove himself at Real Madrid. Right. Like Remember, it, every year he played. Every year he played, they were saying, "Oh, we bring in De Gea in." You know what I mean? He yeah. had to replace. You have to replace uh, uh, Casillas, but then he had to play against uh, what was his name? One uh, Diego Diego Lopez. Oh he yeah. Had to play against him, and then every year he played. Oh yeah, we bring in De Gea. We bring in this, bring in that. So every year, you know, year after year, he didn't he didn't drop his you know put his head down and just say you know I'm going to give up. He still Never. worked hard. He did everything he had to do to be able to be the starter of that team. And he still had one of the highest save percentages every single year that they were thinking about selling him. Right. Every single year they were like, oh yeah, it's time to get rid of Navas when he was still leading La Liga in save percentage right. ahead of, like... And he was making better saves like than Like 6% Gea ahead and, of like anyone else, really. And Courtois, yeah. who replaced him. Right. Yeah, it, I was, mean, it, was, had, it was an interesting choice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think... A lot of people didn't agree on it. I mean, I didn't agree on it. Uh, yeah. If, if I base it, because I'm... I'm a, I based a lot of things on stats. The okay. stats didn't didn't really show that he deserved not to play. You know what I mean? But it is yeah. what it is. He made the finals last year too, so yeah, there's, exactly. there's something to say. You know what I mean? He's yeah. been three, four finals himself. Because he 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 saved PSG a lot last year too. Mm-hmm. He had like five uh, five or six shutouts. Yeah. yeah. Was it this year? Maybe this year. Was it this year? Maybe. Uh, he has. So, he's got a lot of clean sheets. I'm pretty sure he has yeah. six clean sheets or something in seven games. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't you can't deny the stats from that. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. 
The bottom. only reason why I don't have him higher in my listing is currently because of all the injuries on PSG defensively that have, like, it's it sort of, like, he still gets scored on at times, not because of, like, his wrongdoing, but just right. because of the team as a whole. Like, right. he personally, like, is informed, but it doesn't always get reflected because he still gets scored on, like, in right. weird chances. What do you guys, well, I mean, I got Noir first. I know, uh... Yeah. You got Noir also. So, what is your thoughts? Why Why do you have Noir at that you know top list too? What um, is your 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 reasoning behind it? I think he's a transcendent keeper. I think he kind of changed the position a little bit. I yeah. think he still at thirty four to be as dominant as he is and as able to kind of be that fifth center back while right. playing keeper is ridiculous. He gets caught out, but he really hasn't been getting caught out like recently, especially like during his like Champions League games. He's really been solidifying on like a European stage, like in the Bundesliga. Sometimes he's sort of been like slipping up, but like Bayern as a whole have been just because right. of injuries and stuff. Kimmich is out until January. Goretzka's mm-hmm. been having stuff, center back issues the entire year. So like. Neuer has really had to, like, fill in, like, a lot for them. And because of... I'm, I'm sort of hypocritical for why, like, I didn't put Navas higher. I'm sort of realizing. Yes. But, <laughs> like, you yeah. Put, you put Neuer up there because he's playing well because his defense is hurt. Yeah. You put Navas down because he's playing well because his the defense is hurt. same way, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rethinking and, it a little and again, bit. But... And again, he was in the final last year against Neuer. So, I mean, you think yeah, about exactly. it. Those yeah, exactly. Those two keepers should be up there. You know what I mean? And a uh, tight game at that. Like, yeah, 1-0. Like, 1-0. Back-to-back the entire game. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I have him up there because, I mean, one, I mean, he won the champion. Yeah. That's pretty important. But uh, I don't really base it on what he does in the Bundesliga because it's just so, like, it's like, like one-sided. It's just one-sided. You know what I mean? Like, they're so much even, better than everyone else. Yeah, even though you think, oh, yeah, you know, like, uh, Dortmund is going to beat them. At the end yeah. of the day, you know Bayern's going to win it. So that's my issue. And he also plays differently when he yeah. plays domestic and then when he plays internationally. Because uh, if you see, he'll he'll play deeper when they play, like, Champions League. He plays the yeah. national team. He's much so more risky in the Bundesliga. Yeah, right, he doesn't really exactly. care that much. <laughs> so that is my one of my issues that I want to see him playing the same way, like, for example, yeah. the Champions because then you'll say, okay, well, now he's playing against the best of the best. Okay, so let's make it happen. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see that him being more of a super keeper at that stage. But you don't see yeah. it. So, yeah, he can't take as many risks as you're playing against. He's playing against the, the best of the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, um, you know, uh, he won the what he won the, the world champion. I mean, uh, World Cup. Yeah, he won the World Cup with Germany a little while he ago. Got, yeah. yeah. He was, what, five times UEFA goalkeeper of the year? Yeah, I'm that's, pretty sure. You know, I mean, he's I had a prime since like the age of like 26 or something. Uh, he's for... been in the conversation in a consistent like top five for almost 10 years. Yeah, right. before he was on Bayern, he was in the top five. Right, and I think the only keeper that really done that in the past was was his uh, his uh, mentor, basically. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Uh, Oliver Kahn. I mean, he yeah. won it like four or five times in a row. Yeah. So that was pretty impressive too. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's one of the reasons I have him up there. I mean, I like him. I like I said, I, I would just wish he would play the same way against you know like uh, Real Madrid, you know, against 
a big team, but he doesn't really play that way. So that kind of shows me that, one, uh, you're not comfortable enough and you don't think you're good enough, but you are. And, and the Bundesliga is not as challenging as, as sometimes we think it is. Yeah. But uh, overall, I mean, like I said, he's good. I watch him all the time. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. think technically he is the best keeper. If you really watch his saves, the way he, he moves, he kind of is like a, like a, an alligator moving on the field. Um, like oh, he yeah. will make a save. He's very awkward making saves. But, I mean, he's, he makes he makes He's incredibly yeah. athletic. Right. He's very athletic. He yeah. doesn't have, like I said, like, you know, maybe the save that Emerson will make. You know what I mean? Like, he's so yeah, fluent. exactly. Like, when he dies, when he does things like that, I mean, it's, it's completely different. Yeah. But, he's, again, he's still making it, and he's top in the world, and he can't really can. Yeah, exactly. You can't pick save apart the mechanics exactly. if they can save things that other people can't. Yep. Yeah. If you're at that level, it's for a reason, so. Yep. That's really what it comes down to. I I got I got Tristog in it for yeah uh, uh, yeah I got him a fourth but you know uh, also I mean he's I I like him his footwork is crazy his mm-hmm. passing is you know super, I mean put the ball on the ground he's gonna put it on your chest anywhere yeah, you exactly. are you know what I mean yeah that's one thing I like about him he also has won the champions so if you kind of go yeah. back to the top five in my list all those keepers have won champions league that's true so. Yeah, the so only one uh, on my list who hasn't is Ederson. Right. Yeah, but it'll be next. It'll be next. Once Messi goes over, yeah, I, I if it happens, you know, more players will go over. You'll that's see. a January thing. Hopefully yeah. not. <laughs> Let's so it might happen. It might happen. But uh, yeah, so who else um, we got there? I have Oblak at second. I didn't really talk about that. Um, just because, like, their 4-0 performance, like, the other day was, like, enough to show, like, the way Oblak solidifies the back and, like, allows the counterattack that is Simeon's offense rather than just, like, the constant sit-back. I, I personally think the way that they feed shots into him, sort of, like, he is, like... Any day of the week, one of the like the best keeper in the world. So, right, it's just he's definitely, he's definitely up there. Uh, yeah, I think he. I don't know if he is the leader in in, in clean sheets, but he's definitely up there. I mean, I, every time I see him play, I think he gets a shot a shot out. So, yeah, I don't know what his really number is. I really didn't look into it, but he's like a master in clean sheets. That's just yeah. that his name. I mean, if you want to, if, if you you're a team that's going to win a game one nil. That's the keeper you want because you know yeah, he's going to exactly. keep you in the game. Yeah, uh, and, and he's not going to give second chances. He's a solid keeper to me. I mean, my yeah. my thing with him and why he's not in my top five is just kind of what we've been talking about: how far you've been getting in the Champions League. Um, and I mean, Ederson doesn't have the Champions League success, but he has two right. of the most successful seasons in the history of the Premier League under his belt, yeah. which is kind of also really big. Um, but. It seems like every time Atletico get far in that competition, like something goes wrong and they let up a bunch of goals and they don't progress and they don't win. Right. So it's kind of just like the big games for me, which keeps him off of mine. I think yeah. my main issue with that like analysis is he just like primarily when they lose those big games, it's because of the lack of attacking options and the lack of counter attacking like capability when, like, they're able to push it up to, like, 
their CDMs, but, like, with the loss of, like, party and stuff, I'm not sure, like, if they're gonna be able to, like, push it up much further, like, properly, and then, like, they, they can get it to, like, Suarez, like, up top, but it, it's just, it, it's a different team, like, it, it, it relies on the counterattack so much that if it can't happen, like, they, they just fumble sometimes. But like I, I don't see it entirely as O Block's fault. I don't see it entirely as O Block's fault, but the success kind of just matters. Yeah, that's fair. So, right, yeah, you gotta, you gotta at that, at that stage, you gotta perform, um, yeah. and, and the results do matter. I mean, you, if as a keeper, you know, you're gonna get blamed for everything. So, yeah, at the end of the day, then I'm gonna remember how many saves you had, only how many goals you gave up. You know, so yeah, that's just really the bottom, you know, the yep. bottom line on that. Uh, we didn't really talk about uh, Galaxy. Galaxy. We right? have not. Oh, uh, Galaxy. So, no. I, mean, um, I mean, me personally, I don't follow them that much. I do yeah. watch the results, you know, often, and I see mm-hmm. him play. I mean, he's he's a solid keeper, you know, and still, uh, he's not a young keeper, but he's been around for a while. But uh, mm-hmm. I think he, uh, you know, he has the potential to be one of the best, and he's up there right now, so. It's yeah. consistency. If you're constant, I mean, you'll get anywhere, really. I mean, that's what it is. Yes. You got to be constant. That's the difference. You know, I hate going back to Navas, but that that's the difference between Navas and a lot of keepers. Yeah, he's been consistent for the last seven, five, you know, eight or five years, whatever it is. But you know, yeah, he, he doesn't make that many mistakes. Yeah. And but any mistake he makes, he really uh, is able to to just get himself up and and uh, you know make it up in the next eight. Very similar to Casillas when right. he was like in his prime. Nah, yeah. this is just so fast. Yeah. Yeah, his uh, his reaction is what it is. I mean, well, we remember when, right, you remember we used to practice the turn. I mean, yes. That that turn is what uh, this keeper to do it well, but he just that has it, you know, down. You know, like you make them mm-hmm. that that save, he can get up like as quick as quick as you can see anybody doing it. And if you yeah. watch his training, I mean, the training sessions that he does. Are, are the best bar none. You know, I mean, there's yeah. nobody else that does uh, training better than he does. And I, it's just, he wants to offer everybody. Turn, speaking of that turn, um, when I was training goalies this summer, I, I, I made sure to teach that in the short time I had before I came back up to school. And both of the keepers who I was working with were both like, wait, what? This is ridiculous. <laughs> hmm. They had the same reaction I did because it doubles yeah. your turnaround speed. Like you have to, you you, you got to know when to use it. Yeah. Because I mean, obviously, you you still have to get up the regular way. You just have to do what you do is basically is yeah. You you, you got to know when to use it, and mm-hmm. you have to practice it. I mean, yep. that's that's the only the only way you can get better is you got to do it daily. You know, and yeah. and some keepers try to do it and at the at a time when it's not you know you're not supposed to do it, so it looks kind of bad. But uh, yep. like I said, it, it's if you practice it. And and I don't know what keeper is pretty good about it. It took me a couple. It took me a while to get it to get it right. Well, it's because it's you gotta. It's not you think about it. You know, you gotta do all in one motion. Everything yeah. in one motion, and that's where you like. You know, you kind of stop sometimes, and then oh, I gotta turn. You gotta go. You're diving. As you're diving, you're already thinking about what am I gonna do next. If this ball gets rebounded, what am I gonna do? So that's the main thing. Like you have to know if you give a rebound, you have to get up quickly. Right, so yeah, you're back yeah. of your head. You're already thinking about making that that turn and getting up. Yeah, I think um, I didn't really talk about why I had Courtois at five, but like after we definitely talked about this, I want to move Navas there. But the reason why I had Courtois <laughs> there, 
previously was because of his like when he actually saves the ball it's like you were saying he like he tends not to like leave it in front of himself like he's really good at actually like getting it out or like carrying right, it, it away in. right He's really good at that, and because of his size, like, it just works really well. But he also has that defense carrying him. So, going back yeah. a little bit. One one of the issues they got at Courtois, and not only Courtois, some keepers are, the fact that he's, what, 6'6"? Six, 6'6", six, six six or something. 6'6", six, six. Okay. yeah. So, to me, a keeper that is that tall and dominant in the air should yeah. be able to get come out and collect, you know, crosses easily, which he yeah. doesn't. You know, what I mean, That's you see a true. lot of keepers. You see a lot of keepers that have have the strength, but they're not using it. So yeah. then you got keepers like you know they're shorter, and we go back and like Oliver Khan, we got Casillas, we got Navas. Those keepers are shorter, yeah. but they were dominant. You know, what I mean, you cross the ball in the box, they're gonna let you know that ball is there. They're gonna collect it. Speaking so of which. Over the weekend, Pickford uh, did something like that where he was like, you remember yeah, that? Yeah, he, he literally was like, he was way too far up on the box. Like, instead of being able to just punch out a ball that was clearly, like, just out, he, he like, pushed way too far up so in his position. So you know how the first thing you that. teach on crosses is it's easier to step forward than it is right. to step back. Correct. So Pickford yeah. lined himself up on the front post. Yeah, once you once you're there, that's it. So, I mean, you're done. so he started he started yeah. to step back, and then he had to readjust his angle, and like right. that was it. Courtois does that, but he sort of has more reaction speed than Pickford, and is able to like compensate for it a lot right. more. He's so big. Yeah, but that's definitely one of the one of the things. Uh, I, I I'm actually I gotta ask a question, you guys. How come yeah. you got no uh, no the hair there? What's going on? Inconsistencies. I, I didn't hear this hair on your list. Uh, yeah, I I can't do it. Well, I didn't, and I'm, 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 uh, yeah, I'm really concerned about that. I mean, I don't have on my list. See, I have nowhere near the top ten. Yeah, I don't have them anywhere near. But if you, if you, if you check out any of the other episodes that we've done, we've already talked about Dean Henderson replacing him at United. Yeah. Right. Uh, I just, I, I personally, I don't know. Ever since I watched him play, I, I thought he was overrated. Um, yeah, he's not consistent, and like I guess go back again. You got to be consistent. Yeah. yeah, he's not consistent enough. He's never been consistent enough. No. He's had um, like that breakout season where he was like super consistent, and then he's like shown up in big games, which has been why he's been there. Like yeah. at the time, like I have him at nine because of personal bias. Right, but like I'm, I I have to deliberately say it's because of personal bias. Like the fuck, <laughs> like. The the win over the weekend against Everton, like I I'm not giving that to De Gea. At but like all. the PSG game, like the PSG game, he though, played really well you, in that game. You see him looking like a god, and then you're yeah. like, okay, like he deserves like on a good top day, five, and then you're like, he could be in the list, but the good days are not he, too far. Away so from he'll have a good game and has two bad games. Yeah, no, yeah that's exactly. Really the way it goes. I mean, yeah. If he was consistent and every he, he will play every game the same way. Not saying that you got to be spectacular every game. I think that that'll do it for me. But the fact that he doesn't, and he makes some just some weird mistakes, you know, just yeah. mental mistakes that he really makes. Uh, that's one of my main issues. That's why I don't even yeah. have him in the top ten. Um, but you know, we're still hopeful that he'll be good someday. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, I and I mean, we bring back the World Cup, but he was off of the World Cup. 
Yeah, you don't even mention you know that. I mean? That like, was atrocious. I would have rather seen what uh, Pepperina there, maybe. I would have. I, mean, I would have put Pepperina in. Um, I probably would have put Casilla in. I I'm still pretty sure they had Casilla in. instead of Casillas. I right. still wouldn't have put Keppa in. Um, no, he was too young at that time. It was a joke. Interesting. We want to move on to some young keepers. I mean, there's two guys that are like. And that's uh, you know, Gigi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a Buffon, you know, fan, and then Gigi's like, you know, Dorman is really up there. His brother's pretty good too, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I got Andre Onana. I love his last name. So, from Ajax. Yeah, no, we uh, we, we yeah. talk about Onana a lot. That's are my two keepers right there. Those are the two okay. that really I I tell, like I follow. Uh, and like I said, I was thinking about Kepa, but Kepa's not young. He's 26. But yeah, exactly. You, always, you see his face, and I mean, I see his face, and I think he's gonna keep it, but he's not. He's not. Um, yeah. I I really like Ilan Melier at Leeds. Okay. He, like from the get go, he he looks like he belongs in the Premier League at twenty. He he's confident. He commands the box really yeah. really well. Um, he distributes quick. Like I've already seen him create goals with his arm. Right. Um. He just needs to grow a lot. Like he, he has the frame of like that keeper. Like he's he, six he, six. He's he looks like Courtois, honestly, just like scrawny. I, I just I like what I've seen so far. I think he's gotten better game by game. And Leeds is a team that has a little bit of inconsistencies, so he's gonna see a lot of work. I'm trying to think of another keeper that I I will say that I you know I I follow that I really uh, look on, but I don't really have. Somebody else. Uh, I threw Dean Henderson and Newble, but they're just both backups for Neuer and De Gea because both of them are aging and De Gea should just get out anyways, and then Neuer's just aging. So, Yeah, I mean, definitely, uh, yeah, the keeper from Le- Leeds, like you said, Brian, he's good. He's not yeah. bad. I mean, I think yeah. he does what I like. The fact that his feet are always, you know, he, he moves his feet. Yeah, his yeah. feet are and always moving. He is so. always moving. Yeah, I, I mean, think he has a lot of potential to improve, and I think at 20, like, I'm not talking by the end of this year, but I think he's somebody to look out for in the next, like, four or five years. Yeah. Now, the question, is, is is he British? He's French. He's French. Okay. So, I mean, to me, yeah, if he wants to really develop as a keeper to become, like, you know, the superstar, there's two countries that he go to. You got to play. It's either Germany or Spain, you know what I mean? The mm-hmm. keepers, the keeper coaches in those countries are insane. You yeah. know what I mean? It, I think if, remember, uh, English keepers are not known for being the best. Think yeah. about who the best keepers in the league right now in, in uh, the Premier League. I mean, Edison and Allison. Edison and Allison, yeah. the Brazilian, you know what I mean? So yeah. to be, they were not developed in the Premier League, you know, they developed no, they in Brazil and they came, came out. Uh, so a keeper wants to really develop these days. I mean, you have to go to a country that they work on your food work, distribution, things like that. It, British, I mean, the Premier League is always known for that, you know, uh, shot stoppers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not known for, like, oh, you know, great positioning and things like that. Yeah. So, for him, like, that's what I see. You know what I mean? I see, I mean, I'm looking at a couple of highlights right now. Even even his case spread is insane. Uh, everything he, I mean, so far, the highlights I'm watching, he's, like I said, his feet are always moving. 
Yeah. yeah. So that's why he gets to the saves. We're like, wow, you know what I mean? Like, that's I, pretty good. I think because he's a French international, I think... He's, he moves like Lloris. Like, he, yeah, literally. The French develop their keepers very well, and I think they have a good training system. Yeah. So I, I just... I think he's one of those kids just to look out for in the next couple of years. To, right. I think yeah, he's going mean, to get he's better. Yeah, I he's not bad. Like I said, he's, yeah, no, he's going to get good. He, I, yeah. He, yeah, like you said, in Leeds, he's getting a lot, lot of... Um, a lot of work. A lot yeah. of repetitions, right? So he's just yes. good. Um, he, they lost 4-1 the other day, but he got you beat can't really, like, upper 90 bar down by a header. He got beat by a free kick that dipped over the wall bar down. And then there was an own goal near post that he probably should have gotten to, but, like, it was an own goal. And he also made other saves, like, yeah. throughout the game that were, like, essential in, like, Not creating, creating it into an actual game, yeah. quote-unquote, still with a 4-1 scoreline. Right. What about, uh, who did I just saw that had a great game this past weekend, past weekend champions? Uh who did Barcelona play? Uh, who was it? I know who you're talking about. Last week, yeah, in Champions. What was the team? I forgot. I, I didn't remember. It's a Russian team, maybe? Yep, it's a Russian team. Yeah. Kiev. Kiev. How old is that keeper? He's young. He's 18. He's like, there you go. I mean, that keeper, I mean, the saves he made. I mean, you guys watch the highlights or watch the game? I watched the game. I didn't. Oh, Oh, you got to take a look at the highlights. The free kick right. save that he made. Ruslan Nesheret. Yes. Yes. I, I, mean, I heard he, about this. I heard he about this. Made, I haven't you guys, checked you guys it out have yet. to watch. Watch the highlights of that game, especially the free kick, I think, from Messi, I think it was. Uh, but it was insane. I mean, he played out of his mind. I mean, they lost, but let me tell you, <laughs> he, he kept them in the game. He was good. I mean, they lost 2 1. Yeah. Could have been more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, it could have been bad. Yeah, he's good. Um, Wait, hold up. We're checking it out real quick. Yeah, yeah. Take a look. I mean, <sighs> what? <laughs> Where was it? The free kick? No, just a save early. Oh, okay. Yeah, some of the saves are like you're like, wow. I mean, he ow. he his reach. He has good extension. Oh my god. He can also get low on those. Oh yeah, Caesar. By the way, my pinkies are still broken. <laughs> Which highlight you guys watch? Um, it's just all the saves. It's just like a minute and a half of it. Right. Yeah. It was that many. I just wanted to see the free kick. The shot by Fadi. Speaking of Ansu, oh did, did you see his injury, Caesar? Who? Ansu Fati. No. The, what? That free kick. All right. Yeah. I, I, see, right. I see why. I see we get it. We yeah. get it. I, I'm yeah. just going to stop it there. I, mean, <laughs> no. I, don't, I didn't see him in any of the list. I didn't see him in any of the young top keepers in the world and after i watched that game i was like uh, i think now this? he's on everyone's list Do oh yeah no he's definitely there who's that one russian keeper who had uh 13 saves in a game or something it was more than that uh, i forgot who it was but uh everyone in his starting lineup uh was sick with covid and he led that game for a win uh, or no they lost but he had like oh yeah it was a 17 year old kid yeah. It's the same guy. That's the same one. That's oh, it's the same kid? No, it wasn't. Yeah. No, it wasn't yeah, because this kid, had... was, this kid was blonde. It wasn't Kiev. I think it was because his team is also, they also had a lot of kids out, a lot of people out, a lot of players. Uh. No, because this goalie is, um, it's uh, Rostov. 
Oh, all right. Uh, Rostov FC. But he had like 14 saves in the game. Yeah. And like had an amazing game, but still conceded 10 goals. <laughs> yeah. But didn't have any of his starters. So it was just a really funny game. Yeah. The world's just weird right now with like the so lack many, of so like many, real players. So like many here young and there. players. And then young players just here and there are like, yeah, I can fill every single role you need. So many good <laughs> young players. It's the next generation. Yeah, pretty wild. Yeah, pretty wild. But I, I still GG. Are you there? I'm good. No, yeah, I was watching. Uh, I was watching. Uh, I was Gigi. I was John Gigi who made some saves here. You know. Yeah, he. Yeah. He's nuts. Yeah, he, he has the size. He has everything going for him. He has the size, the agility, the speed. I mean, it's everything. And he plays for one of my favorite teams, AC Milan. Come on, I mean, what else? What else can you ask for? So. The fact that he, he's a veteran at twenty. Yeah, <laughs> that's why nobody talks yeah. about him being a young player. Yeah, exactly. You, I, you know, I've been watching him for so long that you think that, oh, yeah, he's no longer a young player, but he is. He's been doing it since like sixteen. So you 16. just look at him and you're like, he's already world class, even though he's my, twenty. My hope was when when Real Madrid was, were looking for a keeper, and they say, oh, we need to replace Navas. Well, okay, fine, replace Navas, but replace him with a keeper that has a future, keeper that's gonna, yeah, he's gonna be there for fifteen years, like Casillas did. You know yeah. what I mean? So I said, I'm hoping, I'm hoping they're gonna go for him, but they didn't even, they didn't even think about it. I don't think that was the keeper that I would love to see on a, on a Real Madrid jersey. I just feel cool. like their main issue is like AC Milan's just not getting rid of him. No, I mean, why would you? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think they're getting rid of him. That's at all. it. But like, we'll see. Hopefully, I'm hopeful. You know, if he sticks with them, like he's gonna be like the. Tati of of AC Milan. He like that would be nuts. I I I'd love that. That would be yeah, awesome. Definitely good. Yeah, definitely yeah. good. Especially with the way they're going, I love I love the soundtrack finale signing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they need to. Uh, like I said, I was I'm an AC Milan fan. I mean, I've been for the longest time, and, and mm-hmm. they've been they've been down, like in the bottom for so long that yep. they they need to break out. And I mean, finally they just starting to play better. Um, and they just even though I I. Uh, Kind of biased too, because you know Ronaldo plays in Juventus, and I need Juventus yeah. to win. But you know AC Milan, I mean, story story team right there. So yeah, they exactly. Need to be good. They, they don't deserve to be below you know top three in Italy at all. But I think I the way Inter's is. playing though, like Inter's just playing out of their mind right now. I don't know if no. you've seen any of their not games. In the Champions League, though. No, not in the Champions League, but like within Italy. Yeah, like they. The way they get shots outside of the box on target are nuts. Like the way Nyan Golan are able to like interact with uh, Vidal in that midfield. Yeah. Oh my God. That great signing. Mm. Great signing. Right. Definitely. 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 So, I mean, we're pretty much. I'm. I'm pretty much matched you guys with the with the top five. I mean, that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not bad. Not bad. Me having Courtois in there was a little out there, but uh, <laughs> once we once we explained it and once you realized that you had Neuer up there for the same reason yeah. you had yeah. us down there, like so it sort of counteracted my point. So uh, right. I, I had to retract that, but it, it worked. It worked. It's it's crazy because not not a lot of not a lot of people have Navas up there. You know, never. Me? Not a lot of Never. people pay attention it's, to league. It's so one. underrated. It's underrated big time. They don't. I don't know. I guess they make you think that uh, they might think that the fact that Real Madrid won 
well, the Champions Leagues were because, you know, Ronaldo. I mean, yes, yeah. it was yeah. Ronaldo. But Navas was making some crazy saves. Because of you, I, I look at keepers with a very technical lens. And, like, the way Navas does what he does, it's just so fluid and, like... Right. Yeah, his movements it looks are... natural. It's like a dance, you know what I mean? That's, yeah. That's yeah. really... Like, that's the way uh, Oblak moves. Allison, I mean, has the same thing. Tristegan yeah. is just a young, younger version of uh, Noor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But this, yeah, they're very similar. Uh, they're both just, tw- like, freak athletes. Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's good. They're good keepers. It's, it's yeah. nice. It's nice to be able to watch, you know, highlights. And, and uh, that's what I do. I really don't watch many games. Especially yeah. now with the COVID thing, it was just so like frustrating not having a season for myself. Like you think about That's it right fair. now, what, what's today? Uh, November. What's today's Ninth. date? Eighth or ninth? Right now, like uh, we would have played our our final our conference championship like last weekend, this past weekend, and they would have been being ready. Hopefully, you know, getting ready for nationals. Yeah. But uh, so, I I got I got frustrated. I was I didn't want to really watch a lot of games. Fair uh, enough. That's fair. But, That's fair. Yeah, but now, like, you know, I'm back in the swings of things now that we have yeah. a direct, like, kind of like a path I'm thinking about playing the spring, so. Yeah. Very nice. It's yeah, good. See, I, I dropped cash on a new jersey this year, so I've been uh, I've been watching and wearing it a lot. I took, what, I the took jersey? a... That what? jersey you have on? The one you have no. on right now? No, my mom got me this for my birthday last year. I <laughs> bought I bought Liverpool's away kit this year. Curtis Jones, like their 19-year-old mm-hmm. midfielder, because I think he's going to be really, really good, and I want to have the jersey early. Right. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. So I'm far just trying to get. Out. I'm just trying to get the Red Bulls red uh, black jersey still. So. Ooh. We'll see. Yeah, that's my favorite one right now. I got uh the Manchester United uh free people jersey. The one mm-hmm. that says humane on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I got that with a uh, Greenwood on the back. So getting that in oh, like December. Yeah. Nice. I wanna I wanna thank you for coming on. Um. Yeah. Thanks for everything. This is uh, awesome. No so we left off talking about um, the great play going on uh, between Inter and AC Milan at the San Siro, but we also just saw popping up that apparently Inter are looking into shipping Christian Eriksen back to the Premier League. I honestly think it's a great move for Eriksen at his current point in his career. They just aren't playing him in a proper manner. Yeah, he hasn't really seemed to really mesh with the, the the side there. They have a lot of other talent that they can play instead of him. Yeah. And they go towards that. So I just think it was a failed experiment for his career, and I think it's time to go back to the Premier League where he experienced success. However, this just popped up, so we don't really know... What team in what, the slightest. Well, or really what's going to happen in the slightest. So... Yeah. That's part I, of it. I could potentially see him. You mentioned uh, that the article was linking him with Spurs. Yeah, with um, a return. But I could see him leaning towards other sides just because he did choose to leave Spurs. Spurs did get a massive upgrade, though, so I don't know. But you could also see Everton looking at that. You could also see um, a lot of other teams Another player from Inter who may be leaving is um, Skirner. Skirner? Skirner. Yeah, he's linked with Liverpool. He, uh, he's linked with a lot of other sides, too. He's linked with a lot of top clubs similar to Ericsson, 
but I can actually see him moving out successfully yeah. to any club. Yeah, well, um, he's a lot younger, too. He's a lot younger, and he's a top-class center back. Yeah. He can replace any center back in pretty much any, any Premier League side. Yeah, currently. that's fair. That's fair. Uh, so we're we're gonna t- be uh, taking off next week because there's no Premier League going on. Um, but thanks for tuning in. So we'll catch you guys in two weeks. Yep. Uh, peace out. I'm gonna go play some Rocket League.